y'all. Welcome back to Prevention Nation. Where we believe education and awareness can change the culture of violence. My name is Roy Lutz. And I'm Shelby Russell. Welcome back to Prevention Nation. Uh, So today uh, we're going to talk a little bit about bullying, right? Yeah, Bullying Prevention Month. Yes, it is. Okay, well, I think it's... uh, I think it's a perfect, a perfect time then to introduce uh, the kind of concepts that I wanted to talk about today, uh, considering uh, the topic of bullying, uh, and they're going to both be around TikToks. So um, it's going to be a little bit of social media bullying. Yeah, stuff, you right? love TikTok and you uh, love talking about bullying. Right, so. right. Um, okay, so uh, let's start with the positive side. Um, so there was this local kid uh, that I was had the great fortune of getting to know personally while teaching at a local school. Uh, in our county, uh, this kid, his TikTok, I think it was his mother's TikTok uh, specifically, that went viral uh, because recently he had his 12th birthday and um, the TikTok is him in the kitchen and mother presenting him with some gifts and he eats, uh, he keeps opening up the gifts and they're squeaky toys. Uh, and you know what I think as a viewer, I'm like, those look like dog toys. And then mm-hmm. the kid responds even, you know, like, oh, I think this is a dog toy. And then I was like, oh, no, I guess we need to get you a dog. And then his dad, his father, comes in uh, from behind uh, and has a dog in hand. And this little boy just, I mean, you can see he becomes so overwhelmed with feelings. And he steps back and he at one point says, I think I'm going to cry. And you can hear from uh, from his mother say, it's okay. And he does. And he just lets the waterworks go. Mm-hmm. And it's fantastic. It's a beautiful little moment. So and the cute. video ends. Yeah, it's so cute. Um but I just, I just really love it. And I love the title of uh, the TikTok. It was, I'm not crying, you're crying. Mm-hmm. Right? And which right away to me speaks to me about a boy's insecurity to cry. A boy uh, feeling insecure about crying. So like, uh, if I'm crying, I'm not crying, you're crying. You know, I, right away I have to push mm-hmm. it off. I can't just accept that. Do you see that in your life? Do you see boys, uh, have you ever heard that boys are, have a difficulty crying? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I grew up with uh, three sisters in the house, (laughs) or I was one of the sisters, but, and then one boy. So Mm -hmm. he wasn't allowed to cry. He wasn't allowed to do all the stuff we do. Um, And it could have possibly affected him. I don't think so. I don't think it let him. He doesn't, he's not very toxic masculine now, but it could have, you know, affected him in that way. I think a lot of guys that I'm friends with are kind of healing from that. Um, They're learning, they are allowed to, you know, express their emotions and they are allowed to cry even if they have strong feelings whether it's good feelings like getting a dog or bad feelings like you know maybe you're overwhelmed or you're you lost your job or you got broken up with or something like that they are more uh likely now to cry than maybe in high school or even college when they still had that idea of you know if i get caught crying people are going to call me out for not being masculine or not being a man so Yeah. yeah Well, I mean, it's, you, it's perfect that you said that, you know, not being a man. Um, so I think the counter to this TikTok was another TikTok I ran into yesterday. Um, and the very first, very first statement from this guy right away caught my attention. He says, bullying is uh, a necessary part of a healthy social dynamic. And right away I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you know me, I'm like, oh, right, right. So, but then his next sentence is, Give me two minutes. So I said, I said, okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you two minutes. I'm going to hear this guy out and hear what he has to say, justifying bullying as a, <laughs> as a healthy social dynamic. So uh, let's unpack it. First of all, um, he says you have to accept one prerequisite or one requisite for this, which is that 
violence is an acceptable form of problem resolution. Let's unpack that one first. What do you think? Okay, let's unpack it. Um, yeah. So obviously from our point of view at Safe on Main, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, violence is <laughs> uh, never an answer. Yeah, the only time like violence would be okay is if you're defending yourself, right? Yeah. So obviously if someone's breaking in your house, yeah. It's a little different than if you're just like solving a problem. Conflict resolution doesn't involve need to involve violence. Right, see that's where I'm at. Problem, problem resolution, conflict resolution, these to me are very different than um, – uh, you know, fight or flight, save myself in a life-threatening situation. I'm being attacked. I'm being harmed in a very dangerous way um, to defend oneself. I don't, I, I, I don't consider that necessarily an acceptable form of violence. But I also don't consider that necessarily violence in some yeah. some way. I don't know. It's a tough one to define, right. right? It's more self-defense. It's excusable rather than, and I think. Applying it to the real world is what we're doing, but we can also apply it to school, you know? Um, if somebody does hit my kid, um, I don't have a kid, but yeah. if I did, I mean, I would feel comfortable telling them, yeah, you can defend yourself physically if you need to, yeah. right? To stand up for yourself so it doesn't happen again. However, right. being the aggressor is not okay. Absolutely. And then and then you translate that to, you know, problem resolution. Um, I don't consider that kind of life-threatening attack a, a typical or, or frequent problem, right? right? So the problems that I'm trying to teach my kids that to deal with in problem resolution, you know, is um, struggling with a lot of homework, uh, struggling with some anxieties or some, you know, things like that. I don't know where violence fits into solving any of those problems. Even intrapersonal conflict, like with, right? when you're between Not going to self-harm, yeah. not going to be violent to oneself as yeah. a form of healthy, what did he say, healthy social dynamic a healthy coping skill is not no harm or violence in any shape way or form right so i right away just don't understand his notion that ex- violence has to be acceptable um one of the things that i think bothers me the most is that his uh you know his his premise is that bullying is a necessary part of healthy resolution or healthy social dynamic but he says the end result of it uh the reason why it is is because it uh does two things. It teaches the bully consequences, teaches a person consequences for their actions. Um, and he says that it teaches men how to grow up uh, to learn and improve themselves as men. So I don't really like that he likens the only way for me to grow and improve as a man is to accept violence as a problem. Right. As a, as a solution to problems. Yeah, he lost me right there. Because yeah. as soon as you as soon as you push a gender role or a stereotype onto someone, regardless mm-hmm. of who it is, I I can't. You're no I'm no longer kind of on your side, right? right? I mean yeah. I, I'll hear you out for sure, but mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable saying all men should be violent, all men should be masculine and yeah, because I mean, you like know, your point uh, is, he's right away dismissing women from any port, any right. part of this conversation. Do women not act violently? They sure do. do they, they sure get can. Bullied? Yes. Uh, can they be bullied? Can they be bullies? Um, yeah, it's like so. Where does violence and womanhood come into play with this analogy? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, and I also think to myself, I've I think as a near fifty year old man, I've grown and improved a lot in my life. And I can tell you that violence has been, um, if if not nothing, very, very 
little part of that process. Mm-hmm. Most of my growing and learning has been through experience, has been through getting to know people, getting to learn about people differently, getting to understand people differently, and getting to understand still, myself differently. Yeah, and you're still a man, right? Yeah, I think so, right? right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel any of that has invalidated me Absolutely as being not. a man. In fact, I, I often try to teach and educate that as a man, anything you do is masculine, right. whether that's crying, whether that's poetry, whether that's soccer or football, whatever it is you're doing, mm-hmm. that's masculine by virtue of you being a man. So I don't know how sensitivity um, or problem solving other ways outside of violence is less masculine, yeah. which actually draws me to one of his other really most frustrating points when he says that um, he says that when a man is allowed to stand up uh, using violence, uh, he learns a lot about leadership, masculinity, uh, managing his insecurities and his emotions, and empowers them as a man. And then he jumps to um, nowadays violence, this acceptable violence that he terms acceptable, is being replaced with feminine acceptance and tolerance. What does that mean? You lost me. <laughs> is, is, is acceptance and tolerance an exclusive exclusively no. a feminine trait obviously not i don't even know what that means no. a feminine trait <laughs> right yeah so i don't know i guess it just really bothers me because i think um i think acceptance and tolerance is absolutely better problem solving skills uh than violence especially when he makes his uh what i think is the worst and probably the most offensive leap here when he says that um, it's because that violence as a tool uh, has been replaced with acceptance and tolerance that has actually caused uh, boys to commit suicide or do um, cause harm to others at schools and in the form of school shootings or other things. To me, what he's saying is if we allowed more violence, we would have less violence. Right. Like what? As opposed to and – he, and he sounds like he's blaming the kids uh, yeah. who are being hurt and bullied all the time for acting out violently as opposed to act, you know, blaming or, and placing blame on the person who's harming this kid to begin right. with. Bullying is the problem. Right. Not the solution. Right. I don't understand that. Yeah. And a lot of times, yeah, no, 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 absolutely not. So tolerance and acceptance are great. Um, obviously, you don't want to be tolerant and acceptance except bullying. Right. That's what he's kind of saying. He's he's saying we should accept bullying, but yeah. then he's saying acceptance is bad. And so I'm just confusing. catching the other part. What he needs to be teaching is that the bully mm-hmm. who's picking on this kid for being different needs to be taught tolerance and acceptance. Right. Therefore, he won't bully. Therefore, no violence is needed to teach that bully a consequence. I just yeah. It's so circular. Yeah. It, I feel like he's just working at the whole problem backwards. It's not adding up yeah. <laughs> at all. Well, you know, I, you know, I don't mean to, you know, uh, carry on with this one too long, but I think um, I don't want to give him any more attention than right. than necessary. I think that uh, that is that violence is not an acceptable form of uh, problem resolution. I don't think it's a healthy part. Bullying is a healthy part of social dynamics. I think it's a very unhealthy part. It's a very sad part. It's something that I work actively in my job teaching in sixth grade programs in Warren County what not to do. 
And I, I think I demonstrate that really well in my classes that there are plenty of ways to not bully. And it's easy. It's a choice to learn to see people differently, learn to see people and accept people the way they are. I don't have to harm them just because they act differently or look differently. Um, I, I choose to focus on the other TikTok. The ability that this little boy uh, was given approval by his mom when she said, it's okay to cry, to show an emotion. He was supported there by his father, a man mm -hmm. um, who didn't admonish him for showing emotion, a mother who didn't admonish him. And I think what was the coolest part was, well, the two coolest parts were in the in the comments, it was just flooded with people with like hearts, little uh, yeah. hand heart emojis, um, people really identifying like, I love that she gave him approval. Like lots of people said, mm -hmm. oh, look at that mom. She said, it's okay. Um, and then kind of acknowledging, and then he started crying. You know, like right. he was given that permission. He needed that as a boy, as a society. He mm -hmm. felt he needed permission to cry, to just let it right. go. Um, I think there's a lot to learn from that. And then I think the most important thing was that it became a topic in our class discussion. Um, what a cool little kid. And what a cool class that he had in a teacher that supported and rallied around him for it. So that's what I'd like to focus on. That healthy masculinity isn't about bullying. It's not healthy. It's about being able to show emotions and being able to lean on your sports and have people there to support you. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I just ranted. No, that's what we're here for. We're here okay. to talk. So thank yeah. you for sharing those opinions. Um, yeah. And then another thing I'd like to mention, I know that we kind of wanted to end on a positive note, but yeah. in the other video, um, he kind of mentioned that bullying kind of holds people accountable and it, it helps to get rid of, I guess, yeah, it, ho it holds people accountable for bad behavior. Yeah. But I like to think of it in a different way because usually bullies are the ones doing the bad behavior. Right. So I'm just confused. He just confused me altogether. But, I mean, I do think, you know, we should hold ourselves to a higher standard. We should want to improve. We should want to get better, like, because he has said all of that. And that's absolutely true. Yep. However, bullying is not going to make people better right yep. it's gonna I've just never tear them down. make anybody better absolutely yeah. not so yeah i just like to put my two cents in there but yeah don't bully <laughs> don't yeah. be mean don't be little people um i just don't think that's sir it's helpful right? Hol right holding someone accountable or calling them out for their bad behavior is not bullying like if he's talking about that behavior yes people should be held accountable people should be called out for yeah. bad behavior things like that but that's not bullying. That's actually the opposite. It's like standing up to bullying or right. things like that. Yeah. So. Well, I think that, you know, for our listeners, it's uh, the Bully Prevention Awareness Month. I think uh, I think people need to, you know, listen to this a little bit. Think about, you know, what this all means in their lives and, and what kind of bullying they see happening in their life. I know this guy does say that, you know, bullies, um, bullies never go away. But they do. They mm -hmm. do. You don't see bullying as in adulthood like you didn't. In childhood. For the most part. It, yeah, it's very different. It's not socially acceptable at a job, at a place to bully somebody. You'll lose your job. Yeah. You'll get in trouble um, if you're assaulting people and harassing people. Um, it has serious consequences. We see it still existing as a problem in school um, for some reason or another, but we're trying to put a stop to that. Uh, so I would encourage you all to try to put a stop to that. Teach your kids to do better, um, to not um, want to harm other people, and that, you know, bullying is never good. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, take care. Take care of each other.